Look into my eyes, can't you see they're open wide? Would I lie to you, baby? Would I lie to you? Oh yeah, don't you know it's true? Girl, there's no one else but you. Would I lie to you, baby? Would I lie to you? Oh yeah, everybody wants to know the truth. In my arms, it's the only proof. I've hidden my head behind the bedroom door. Surely that's enough. Now it's open, <laughs> I can do no more. I'm telling you, baby, you will never find another girl in this heart of mine. Whoa. Taking that way too serious, by the way. Look into my eyes, can't you see they're open wide? Fuck. Would I lie to you, baby? Would I lie to you? Oh, yeah. That's it. I'm done with that bullshit. I can't take any more. I'm Charles and Eddie from 1992. Is that who it was? Yeah, it was. Oh, fuck. I think they're one-hit wonders. Yeah, fuck. I Charles was, and Eddie. Uh, uh, you hear that song all the yeah, time. What I love is I think it was one of them just went, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all he did. Let me introduce this bullshit because this is a big fucking episode. This is the biggest one we've ever done. This is Invert the Y. Episode Stardate Log, Captain Swag 12.1.5.9 and the USS Invert the Y is orbiting another planet of retrodom and bullshit. And today, I can't fucking believe it. After so many episodes, he's here. Pedro! (laughs) (laughs) Is this real? Are you real, man? Well, yes, you would think so, but no. The... Yes, mate, I'm real. You are? You know know it's true. I am Pedro. You are Pedro. You know you've got your own T-shirt? I do. I bought bought one. one. (laughs) (laughs) You know where you can get those T-shirts from? Oh, here it goes. Here we go. That's right, kids. We've got our own store, shop.inverty.net. You can get all sorts of T-shirts, including Pedro's own Pedro is Real T-shirt. Now you know he fucking is. I never lied. Like Charles and Eddie from 1992, I never lied. (laughs) All sorts of shit and 10% of the revenue goes to a charity. Look it up. It's high quality fabric. From China, but it's kind of like no, from, the US. from the It is from the US. Is it? It's manufactured in the US. Ah, oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I thought it was from e- China. Mate, ethically sourced. It says so on the fucking oh, thing. Oh, yeah. my fucking apologies. Know your product, mate. Know, know your, your product. Know your shit. Well, I don't. <laughs> Check it out. Shop.inverty.net. Now I'll hold this button down, Pedro. Look at this. Doesn't work. There we go. Oh, I've come a long way. <laughs> and also part of the podcast is Jason Relaxation. <laughs> Fuck me. Man, thank you for coming in. This is a surprise. I did. I, I was, I've been holding off and pushing off, as you know. <laughs> You've been copping a lot of shit too. I think even at the start of 2019, you're like, you know, Pedro, get on the cast. I'm like... I'll see you in 2020. Yeah, that's right. You're literally, build- literally, that's you're, what you're you doing said. the Olympics. Yes. You're building a stadium or something like this. You said, oh, 2020 is... Because w- you thought by then I would have snuffed it. I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still here, right? I'm still here. I'm still fucking standing, standing like Tony, Tony Montana standing. at the end of Scarface. Yep. Or coked up and stuff. I'm saying... Say hello to my little so, Yeah, after that little bit. You know when he gets out there and he gets bullets... <laughs> And he goes, I'm still standing, right? And then finally he does get shot the bits by oh, the, the Yeah, the guy. shotgun in the back. Yeah, the assassin. He looks like Terminator with those glasses. It was a, it was a budget Terminator. A budget Terminator. Yeah, all right. So, Pedro, thanks for coming on, man. We go way back. We do. I think it's 1989 when we first met in high school. Is that right? I was there in 88. 
88, yeah. Okay. But I wasn't cool enough to talk to you then. No, you weren't. You hadn't made it to the, the upper echelon of nerds. No, no. I had to I had to wait for a spot to open up in uh, in the corner block uh, with you and Mark Popple. Oh I was, yeah. I was in I was on the waiting list. <laughs> Do you remember that guy? He used to have sound effects. He was like the guy from Police Academy. Oh that what was his name? Uh, he's Michael Winslow was oh, the actual actor. Win- yeah, Michael Winslow used to do all those. Yeah, yeah, he used to do all of those sound effects. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh, you know what? I looked that up just recently because, mm. as you do, as I do, well, because P- Police Academy was on. Yeah, okay. oh, Winslow, Winslow. Yeah. yeah, and I looked him up, and uh, yeah, he's just a comedian now. He's just doing comedy. Oh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, that, that guy we used to know this this kid at school who literally would do sound effects like the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> That's all he used to do. <laughs> Fuck you guys hung around with losers. We, we did, didn't oh, we? Oh, God, yes. We did, hey. But then again, then again, you know, you, you, you go to your level, so I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. No, you roll. It was a special school we went to. Oh, what a fucking shit show it was, eh? How I sh- can't believe they built over the top of it. What's going on there? They're building a whole people's I thought the whole thing was condemned thanks to the, you know, vicious but, evil chemicals that were coming out of the soil. And but if you're over the age of 80, you stop giving a fuck. <laughs> no, there's, there's that. There's that. Yeah, they, um, they're apparently... It's a retirement village. You know what? I was going to go down there with a cookie queen and uh, check it out myself to have see some, whether or not it's Have some cookies in there. advance. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, why not? And sitting on the park bench. Well, remember that night? We went in there. We broke in there. Remember that night? We, there was a. I can neither confirm or deny. There was a time we went down there. This is years ago, man. We went down there, remember, and we were sitting on the, the seat, and this security guard came up with his dog. It was like Road Rash with that dog, that like from the 3DO. He had like this big German shepherd. And he says, What are you kids? <laughs> he says, What are you kids doing here? We went, Oh, we used to go to school here. He goes, Well, that's fine, but you can't stay here. And he just said, Can you just go? But the place you don't was have to like, go home, which you can't, can't stay, stay here. here. Yeah, it was like Chernobyl, the whole place, wasn't it? It was. It's a pretty scary place. It's like, uh, you know, when, uh, what was it, the the, the uh, alien colony at, in, on Aliens, when they abandoned it? Jesus, fuck, you're stretching this. That well, yeah, it was like that. The fucking aliens came. Had, had, Hadley's Hope, mate. Hadley's Hope. There you go. He knows Jesus. what I'm talking about. Motherfucker. Fair enough. I wouldn't. Okay, fair enough. Man, I'm. This is a big. This is big. I'm, I'm. It's a stretch. <laughs> This is big, Pedro. It is, mate. We go way back. Yes. You can it's co- dangerous. It's dangerous. Well, who knows what could come out? I don't know, man. We could wrap this up in 10 minutes and call it a day. I'd be just as happy because you actually finally came here. You got a T-shirt after you on a shop. What more do you want? Oh, I'm done. You're done. I can, I can retire. You can retire now. now. Yeah. So, listen, we thought what we would do as a topic of the show is go down like memory lane in terms of gaming because we've talked about you so much on the podcast in terms of like... He may or may not know that. <clears throat> oh, he may or may not, but we I've, talked I've a lot some, of shit about yeah, you. Yeah, I've heard... I, 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 got, I got upset. And, yeah. Uh, and I stopped listening. No, no, I've heard a few of them, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Well, you should, I would have stopped too. It's shit. I don't listen to them. <laughs> he stopped as well. He stopped turning up and he stopped listening. Depends what the topic is. Topic is, I'm thinking, because you were so centre in terms of like all those exp- nerd experiences with gaming, like the TIE Fighter, your place with that granny flat that you had, you had that PC, that remember you had that 486DX33 and it was like... Oh, the turbo button. That had the turbo button and it was like, oh, this What is did the turbo button actually do? Yeah, tell us, Pedro. I'm pretty sure all it did was change the LEDs on the front of the case to go to 66. <laughs> Pretty sure that's all it did. But how cool was it, though? It was awesome. Because I'm trying to figure out 
what would that actually do? It's not, it, what, put more current over the friggin' CPU or something? Oh, look, no. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it'd be something along those lines. But, yeah. like, again, that's assuming that they actually hooked it up and it was no, doing it. I, I'm pretty sure it was just hooked to the LEDs. <laughs> but, man, you were cool with that. Because you had your own granny flat. Mm-hmm. And inside the granny flat, I've told the story, there was one time you said, I said to you, why is there a knife lying around in the bedroom there? And you said, oh, because there's rats here. And you know, I throw the rats at the door and they okay. come in from the garage. <laughs> it's, I was like, I could never sleep in that place. I'm like, oh, there's rats. Because you slept in the bed and I was way over on the other side of the granny flat on the floor. From memory, it was, where the rats a, it was get you. pretty large space. Dude, right? it was massive. Yeah. Your, yeah, dad's, it was your dad's hmm. turned it into a... A pool room, a, mate. <laughs> That's what you do when the kids move out. They just yeah. they repurpose. So now, mm. now it's got a billiard table there. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you have your feel about that? Yeah, it's okay. Well... All three of the boys had that once for their room. So oh, did they? You, yeah, they came in after you yeah, left. Yeah, because yeah. you're older than. Yeah, uh, passed it on. Now yeah, it's your bedroom. But man, that room had so many adventures with gaming. Like it had the machine where we did the, the you well you did the tie defender where we got the tie tie fighter like four o'clock in the afternoon. Your mum made us dinner. And you're still playing this game and playing this game, and I went to I went to sleep at some point. You, you were drinking your beers, five o'clock in the morning. The sun's come up because I think it was like summer ish or spring or something. And you're like, oh, and I've just woken up. You're still playing this fucking game, and you've gone. I've gone. Are you still playing that? You go. Yeah, I've got the tie defender. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, that's right. And I'm thinking, how can you, how can you still have be playing this game? And then you had like, you had Doom, and I had my shitty two eight six, and I couldn't play Doom, and that pissed me the fuck off. I used to travel. Well, that was only that was only turn about because you got Wolfenstein, oh. and I couldn't play Wolfenstein on my shitty old. I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did I? Yep. So I had Wolfenstein. Well, in, this is pre Doom, right? Yeah, pre Doom. Yeah, yeah. So, so you had you had Wolfenstein. So do you remember how it used to um, measure your resources? So I don't know if you remember the loading screen. Yeah, I do say, actually. This is how much RAM you've got, and yep. whatever. And so your machine it could run, and I tried to run it on my crappy one, and it just went no. Because I think that was on the two eight six, and it had a whopping one megabyte of RAM. Right? Didn't, didn't we have a twenty megabyte hard drive? We had a twenty megabyte <laughs> hard drive, which was sick, right? And we had like from memory, um, Dad had that box in the garage until quite recently. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he wouldn't let. He wouldn't My throw. Well, kept all his old like he's, he's got like an ancient history of Mac. He's always been a Mac guy. Yeah, got, like back in here, and they'd probably be worth a bit. Except the Macs sitting, would be. Yeah. They've been sitting in his shed, you know, with train chores propped on top of them. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got one there. <laughs> that was working. That Mac. I was telling Fantastic Phil when he was here that was working up till not long ago, and then I turned it on, and then there's nothing. And now Apple want to charge me some bullshit amount to. To, to, to even look at it. And I'm like, I'm not even going to bother with it. They want to charge like 150 bucks just to take it down there. Mate, the kind of people that would be able to work on that kind of thing, they're going to have to wheel them out of the retirement village yeah. just to get them to yeah. fix it for you. So yeah. it's going to cost. I know it's going to cost. Oh, well, I don't I don't really care now. It's just like a talking piece to make me look cool. <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't. I was going to say, you're going to have to get some more. <laughs> He's fucking funny little prick. <laughs> Yeah, so I can't remember that. that I had Wolfenstein and you couldn't run that. I don't remember that. Mm. And so you've gone, all right, so you upgraded that PC or you bought that PC. Yeah. Or or your dad probably would have bought it. Oh, yeah, dad bought it, yeah. 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 And then you went, okay, I can run Wolfenstein, but now I can run this thing called Doom. Yes. 
Oh fuck. That bl- that I told this story so many times that upset me when I went to the Games Wizards down here and I was like what's this game? They're like, oh, it's Doom. I go, okay, cool. I'm going to buy it. And the guy goes, no, you need a 386. I went, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? And he goes, well, have you got a 386? I go, oh, no, I think I've got a 286. He goes, Cut, you can't play. I went, mm. fuck, that's devastating. And I was telling the story. I made up all these stories to, to the old man when I got to uni. Oh, I need a better computer so I can run, uh, run Word or something. So, because that, that's what they... Use at uni? They don't use Word Perfect anymore, Dad. I've got to use like like Microsoft Office or some bullshit. And I just wanted a better computer so I could play Doom. And then I went, and he wasn't falling for it. He, you know the old man, he's not fucking dumb. And then I have ended up at, uh, at your place there playing Doom. And that was like a revolutionary thing. Well, it's, it's one of those like iconic games, right? Yeah. So, and even if you think about some of the um, things like the level design, in the, in the first mission, um, like it for guys of our generation, the girls that played it, it's a um, like that first level. Like I could, I know it back the front. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. remember it. Yeah, exactly where everything was, where the secret doors were, yep. where the and it's just it's just such a well it, for the time. It was an amazing game. It's hard to play now though, because you know they've uh, released it again on like the modern systems like oh, it's PlayStation. All, it's all changed now. Oh, you mean the the, the, the original release, the original? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, Doom, yeah. Doom, uh, nineteen ninety three, and then Doom two. Well, you can't look up. You can't look up. <laughs> Do you know how hard that is? Like, as a, that's a mind fuck. Oh, I know. Because I tried to play it, and I'm like, well, that imp is up there somewhere. There is no inverting the Y. There's no inverting the Y. No. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, this is really tough. I yep. remember. I remember at the time it made sense. I'll shoot at that wall, yep. and it will hit that thing up there. Mm-hmm. It made total sense. It made sense. But, but you know what? We we're blown away with the fact that I can remember. We we're blown away with like, you could walk into an elevator, and it would just like lift, lift you, you up. up. Yeah. And you were like, I've never seen that. So before. Wolf- Wolfenstein didn't have that. No. It was so flat. for us, it was it was all flat. And mind you, there were a couple of Wolfensteins as well, and mm. that's a whole different conversation about which one was was the favorite. But the Doom was revolutionary because the very first time when you walk upstairs, because that's part of the first mm. oh, first part yeah. of the first level, right? And you had to go up there and you get the armor. Yes, right. Yeah, that was a fucking spin out. It was. Go, Ooh. And just the like, I know it seems dumb now, but even like the demons were scary. Oh yeah, they like, were. You could hear Kaka them. demons. How Kaka, cool yeah, were they? Yeah, the original. Yep. Yep. And you the, the, the noises, like the, again, the sound effects were something like yeah, Wolfenstein had some good stuff, and it had you know the mm. really crappy German like Achtung, mein Leben, mein Leben. But uh, but the but the, the the sound effects in Doom were just something that blew you away, especially <sighs> when it was done with the lighting effects, yeah. and, yeah, and, yeah. and you was all of a sudden the lights go out. Like the, that was the origin of the jump scare, or one of the best mm. sort of implementations of early jump scares. And uh, and you know you'd, you'd grab a power up. And the lights would go out, and next thing you hear this, yeah, and yeah. You know, at the t- you know, games have surpassed that now. But at the time, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were like, oh, you had this talent, like you said before, you could find those secrets, and you used to always be able to find the like the berserk power up, mm. and you'd run you'd around, punch. you'd punch, and they. It's dodge. still in the games now. They've that that concept of the whole berserk is still mm. part of the. The current games, but that that was just fantastic. You know what the best? Like, you know what the best power up was? I think it was Hexen, where you could turn things into chickens. Yes. Mm. Was that Hexen or that Heretics? So I always get those two mixed up. Uh, was that was that a cheat or was that part? No, that was a game. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know which one it was, but yeah. And I remember going, "Oh, this is sick." They've even got 
like they've made Doom even better because mm. in the 90s things got better and better and better and then like towards the end like the first person shooters were so sophisticated in our eyes compared to like what Doom was which was early 90s like 93 mm. and when I was seeing things like Heretic and that I'm like you, t- you can turn shit to chi- like into chickens <laughs> <laughs> I must have this and that was the best thing about coming up to your place there in the in those 90s days like I'd bring a swag of blank discs and I'd put them into your computer and we'd copy all sorts of games. Mm-hmm. And sure as shit, I'd get home and go, I'd give you a call. It didn't work, man. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I forgot to copy this file. And if you copy that file, it does some other bullshit thing. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, but Pedro. Piracy's not a joke. Kid. No. Oh, yeah, but don't, don't pirate. Don't, don't pirate. Yeah. It's hard to pirate now. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Pedro, it was you that was responsible for my addiction to Ultima 8. Mm, Ultimate Pagan. No. Uh, seven. Seven. I pagan. thought it was mm. six. No, 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 no. Pagan. It sounds, yeah. Ultimate pagan, Seven Pagan. Pagan was, okay, so that. Because that fucked me up. That was the only time I felt superior. Yeah. Because I had that 486, remember? Yes, yes. And Ultima came out and uh, you said, I want to see what it looks like on your yeah. machine. And you just went, oh, yeah. More frames per second. Oh, yeah, it's definitely smoother. Oh, I, was, I, was, yeah. I was dying on the inside. <laughs> you were. It was like, that was the only time I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> but geez, that, was a, that was a great game. Yeah. But then you you showed, Um, I remember you introduced me to like the XCOM mm-hmm. stuff, like Enemy Unknown. And that was a great game. You were always into the XCOM stuff and you always had a way of being able to go, you know what? If you don't get this research done by this time... You're fucked. You are in trouble, man. You won't be able to finish this game. And you're like, oh, what do you mean? And then you're right. Like, you, It just had a subtle way of saying, well, you didn't do enough in that time you were given. And I'm like, fuck. And then what was the last? They did a XCOM game towards the end where it was like a real turn strategy game. XCOM Apocalypse, I think it was. Yeah, and you didn't like it too much. No, I don't know. no it, it, it changed. I mean, there were some good things in it, but it um, just didn't meet up to the what I was looking for for the game. Yeah. So. And then there was the wing command. That was the other. That was oh, the only time I. I think I introduced you you to a game, and you were like, "Fuck, what's this?" That, that was, was the Wing only Commander time. 3, that was Wing Commander uh, Three, the height of, of full motion video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you live with those two girls. They're cats. Remember oh, those? Yeah, let's not go there. I don't think they liked you much. No, and yeah, they let's let's, <laughs> let's not go. There. <laughs> That's right. And then uh, yeah, so and then I don't think we both were playing much. During the, like, the, I think you, I so you had the original Xbox. Yes. And I remember that was, there mm-hmm. was a lull between the top, well, we were both at uni and trying to work and all that kind of stuff. So the time between the 486 era that you had, that, that beast of a PC that you had, and then I guess the Xbox coming on the scene, I don't remember as much talking about games, mm. really, not a lot. Mm. And then I remember one day you said to me, I got this thing called, the Xbox. I go, the fuck? What would you get that for? Because I was like all about the PlayStation 2, right? Yes. And you're like, come over, man. I got this. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> and then I remember going to your place and you had a brand new TV that we called the Plantier. Was that, that was Liverpool. That was Liverpool. That yeah. was your place at Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. And you had this brand new TV because you went all in. You always, you always go all in, which is awesome. <laughs> You don't do you don't do shitty things like you don't do. Well, you, what? Know, you know who I got the, the TV from? No, Brad Pitt. Oh, you got it from Brad Pitt. I did. I don't know what. Yeah, he w- he was working at the Good Guys at the time. 
Ah. So he got me he got me a deal on massive sort of CRT TV. Yeah. Like they all were at the time. Well, they were 68 inch or 68 centimetres or some bullshit. It was huge. Right? It was huge it was for the enormous. day. Yeah. And Imagine how much it weighed. Jesus oh, it, I can tell. I can tell you it was heavy because, being, being the idiot that I am, this was good. I've, I've bought the TV. And, <laughs> Didn't uh, you live upstairs? Yeah, <laughs> he's about and, to tell and, you a cracker. And and, and I've, I've got it. I've got it home, and I don't know how I feel because I, I think I had. Oh, I know how I got it because I had access to a vehicle that had a. Are you? Yes, but yeah, had a large space in the back. We won't, we won't, we we, we won't talk about that. We won't talk about that. No, we won't talk about that. No, No. I had access to a vehicle that could get the TV home. That because my other car was a Hyundai Excel and wasn't going to fit in that. That fucking car. We'll get to that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I got, I got the, I got the TV back to Liverpool. Mm. I lived up on the second floor, second floor or third floor. No lift, so just Mm. stairs. And so I had this sort of half fridge size box Mm. that contained this ridiculously heavy TV. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, I don't know any of my neighbours. Don't want to know, but I don't know any of my neighbours. I don't know. And no one that I know lives around here. I've got this ridiculous sized TV. I've got to get it. You know what? I'm just going to roll it up the steps. So I just flipped it. End, end over end. end. It's end over end, yeah. And it's brand, still brand works. T- oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, ye, ye oldie technology. Mm, yeah. You, know, you dro- drop it and it still works. But, but you know what, though? Even though, I mean, by today's standards, it's a small TV. Back then, it was a large CRT, it would have been yeah. heavy as fuck. It was. And I remember going to your place. I remember you calling me being really excited, like, oh, come over, man. Like, or oh, come on. I think it was after Kung Fu even. Mm. You're like, <laughs> come and we'll, uh, come and have a look at my, my Xbox. And I'm like, huh? What? What's an Xbox, man? Fuck that. You're like, no, nah, I, mean, I go, you go, Microsoft's all over this. They're the, they've got the shit. They're the shit. I'm like, huh? No, they're not. Sony's all about the PlayStation. Nah, fuck that. And you convinced me to go there, and I saw this brand new TV, and I went, how'd you get that up here? And you're like, oh, yeah, end over end, and you showed me how you did it. And I went, that's insane. Like, literally from the start of the elevator all the way up those stairs, end over end. No elevator. No elevator. Oh, there wasn't an elevator. No elevator. I'm thinking of the next place yeah, you went Cogra to. Cogra had an elevator. Cogra had Would an elevator. Been smarter to buy a big TV when I was at Cogra. Yeah. No. That's right. Oh, yeah. Liverpool didn't have an elevator. So end over end, up two flight of stairs, and somehow it was working. And I d- and you had cable internet too, didn't you? I did. Fuck. And he had Foxtel. Oh, mate, it was, it was. And he had Foxtel before Foxtel was shit. Mm. And I'm telling you, he was living at large. Before the ads large. came in. Yeah, yeah. Mm. he was living at large. Because these were the days, and I've told this story, man, about you, where... Um, no. And... Uh, about how you used to have the wrestling on. Did you pick up the ringtone? No. What was the ringtone? Mass Effect. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll fucking get into that. We'll yeah. get to that soon. <laughs> but you had this, um, you had cable internet. Fuck me. Cable TV. It's better than I have now. Oh, mate. Uh, he was, I'm telling you, he was living at large. It wasn't a big place, but it was big for one person. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was right? two bedroom. Two bedroom. One was aesthetic. Oh, no, one was a spare bedroom you made. Yeah, I left, I left a spare bedroom. Yeah, then it was your Main room, bedroom. and then you had a study in the corner. Yep, yep. And then, uh, yeah, you were you had the, all the gear and all that stuff, and then you had this thing called an Xbox, and I'm like, okay, what's this? And I was really impressed with your TV. And then you're like, I'll show you this thing called Halo. Dun, dun, dun. And you fired up Halo, and the whole time I'm like this Sony fanboy going, man... Yeah, I'm, I hear the specs are better, but it doesn't seem better to me. And then you played Halo, and I had to admit, there was no way the PlayStation was ever going to play a game like Halo. Never. 
No, but then again, never. The, 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 you know, Microsoft had the advantage of how many years? Quite between, a few. Yeah, between the PS2 yeah. and their release. So, to be fair, you know. Yeah, to be fair, but they also had, I mean, it was clear that they had a good sense of where things were going to go. Mm. We didn't see where it was going to go towards like the 360, but that was a. And, and the interesting thing is on the original Xbox, there wasn't that many really good games, but Halo was one of them. Mm. Yeah. And that, and that, that really. That must have made such a huge difference to them, to the sales, and also the viability of making the 360. I mean, look how revolutionary that game was. Because in my eyes, right, that was the first time a first-person shooter, which would traditionally live on a PC, was now on a console. Mm. Like that was PC quality in my eyes, right? And I'm playing that game. Um, you, you, we think we did that split-screen thing where we did local co-op or whatever yep. it was, or local multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. And that was like amazing. And then uh, I remember there was another game you showed me. I think it was San Andreas you had at one point. And I had it on the PlayStation 2. I never really liked San Andreas. And I remember going, yeah, this thing, there's no way this the PlayStation 2 can do this. No fucking way, you know. And then obviously you leave into the, lead into the Xbox 360. And what an what a awesome time that was. Mm. It's peak Microsoft, man, or peak Microsoft I know, game. I know. That, everything about that, man. I've talked about this, and I'm not going to go over no, it. Let's not, let's not revisit all ground. Just how awesome that is. And then the games, and one of the big games that came out, we'll talk about it, right? Mass Effect. Mm. Aren't, you, aren't you playing it again? <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is why I'm obsessed, because I'm playing it again, right? And I'm playing, I played Mass Effect 2 again r- probably about two or three months ago on the PlayStation 3. And that was a bit of a battle for the PlayStation 3, trust. <laughs> yes. Right? And then, but I'll tell you what, I'm playing Mass Effect 3 again now on the PS3, and it's running it fine. Um, and Le Puff. Le, Le it Pant. does go La Puff La Pant. I can just imagine those fans. Go, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to know what's going on in those, with that, what, that, you know, the cell processor and all the. doesn't matter. You've got a spare. Does the, does the emotion core work? That was the PS2. That was PS2 the emo- had the emotion the, core. That was the emotion engine. Oh, it's emotion. It's emotion. Yeah, that was the PS2. And the PS3, Ken Kutaragi did more coke. And <laughs> then he did the cell process. He did a bucket of coke oh, and he then did, he goes, Whoa, Ken yeah. Kutaragi did a fucking line let's of just, coke. Let's of, just make some architecture that no one can no. develop on and mm-hmm. just make it so bad. But, he, but then he must have done a line of coke off some hooker's ass and then he convinced the board. He convinced everybody. Well, he, he, must, he must have taken them with him. Do you know? That's right. They all went. They all know, went to the uh, to the. What do you call it? But you know now, Pedro. I don't know if you know this. You're yeah. a massive nerd. You probably do. That at one point Sony was going to adopt that cell processor for everything that they did. Mm. Their phones, their notebooks, whatever. Even, it even was. Their, their PCs, probably. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. They were going to use the cell processor for everything. And Ken Kutaragi was like the big prophet of mm. this is the future. Fuck this other technology that's out there. But um yeah no Mass Effect was um, is something I'm playing again and I just think it's I even now it's it awesome. is a gr- it is a great game yeah well you know how I feel about it. I'm, I'm massively sort of nerd love for that whole series right up until the last fifteen minutes of, of the third game but you've got a gift well you've got a gift or a curse oh it's probably a curse yes. these days but but you've got a gift where you seem to know like in-depth detail of certain things that no one else would know. Like recently when I played Mass Effect 2 again and I said to you on the phone, man, I fucked up the suicide mission, which is the last mission of the game, right? Mm. And, you're, and you're like, okay, well, did you do the loyalty missions for all the 
characters and I went, yeah, I did all the, the friendship missions or loyalty missions. I did all that and you've gone, ah, you know what your problem was? You didn't take account the squishies. And I've gone, what the fuck's a squishy? And you're like, well, each character has different points or something that's assigned to it. And if you make the wrong decision in sending somebody over to, you know, defend this area as opposed to this other area, their squishy <laughs> squishy effect or the squishy factor means that they're probably going to get you know, can, killed. Can, let, can you articulate that in a way can you that's artic- slightly can better you understand? than what you I'm not I can't. Sure. It, it, it's so far down the deep, dark depths it, of nerddom that it's like... Trust me, our audience will totally appreciate I'll understand. It. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> or two people. So this is this is this is the sad thing. Like my brain, as as we know, is works in weird ways. Not always wonderful, but very weird ways. And some things I can remember, like certainly not my kids' birthdays or their names <laughs> or anything like that. But but I can remember every <laughs> single action that you can do in Mass Effect Two from start to finish, as you know from Mate, when, when I ran when well, I ran, ran you through. A quick speed. See, that's why, like Charles and Eddie, would I lie to you? I didn't lie to my audience when I said you came over that day, and uh, you after played you got done over. Yeah, well, I got broken into, and everything. A lot of stuff got stolen, and one of the things that got stolen was my Xbox 360. And I remember you being super excited about ME3, mm. and you saying, "Well, you know what? I can't let you go into Mass Effect Three without, without save game, an imported save game." And what a fucking waste well, of time. Well, <laughs> that's now we know. Now we fucking know. I mean, it was a waste of time, and that's why we got burnt with Mass Effect 3. Yeah. And when I told Super Simon this, he couldn't believe it. When I told him, you fucking did Mass Effect 2 in one day, in one sitting, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's a whole separate little gaming thing. I mean, we played it on easy, right? right? Yeah, we, we yeah. played it easy just because we wanted yeah. to save file. But the, um, the whole thing about speed runs, right? And mm-hmm. so I don't, I'm not in that kind of... Um, League, I don't, I don't speed run. You go generally. deep, you don't go quick. Yes, so I'm. That's I'm what she big, said. Big into the. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, but I'm big into the narrative games, which is why yeah. Mass Effect mm. really captured, captured great. my imagination. Yeah. And so it's mm. because of the narrative that I remember what how to get through that game and what yeah. to do. And the big thing, the big draw card that wasn't really done in a lot of games up until that point in Mass Effect Two was the suicide mission. Mm. And the fact that, you know, you spent the entire game exploring this narrative, doing loyalty missions, learning, you know, getting your crew together and um, doing all that sort of stuff. And then you go into this final mission and it's told ahead of time, right, you're going to probably lose Mm. some of the people. And I'm thinking, I don't want to lose anyone. You know, I've played this game. I like this crew. And so the first time I played it, I remember um, I went through it and, you know, I, I... did everything I could to try and keep everyone alive, and I lost like two or three characters. And I'm like, why? What did yeah. I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And um, and so I, I, you know, being the massive nerd, got on the net and I was re- reading up on this, reading up on that. And it, what really burnt me? Yep. And I still hate you for this. What? When I spoke to you about it, you went, "Oh no, I didn't lose anyone." The oh, first that's time you right. played it, you I f- fluked. I it. totally asked it, yes. man. I remember that. Actually, there's two times you've. Okay, there's only two times I can remember off the top of my head that you rang me where you said, fuck you. The first one... Actually, no, there's way more. No, in terms of gaming. In terms of, <laughs> no, in terms of gaming, right? Because I yeah. always say this guy's way better at gaming than I am, right? The first one, and this will blow his mind that I can even remember this, was he rings me up randomly one day and goes... Gobble, gobble, you fuck. And what it was, <laughs> what it was is that I got the achievement in Grand Theft Auto 4 
mm. which was you had to get three strikes of bowling in a row. Yes. And I, again, I asked that to him completely. I jinxed that, like somehow pulled that off. I don't know how. And you've gone, fuck you, I've spent like an hour trying to do that or something you said. This is back back in the day, pre, pre-kids, pre when I had time to waste on yeah. achievements. When, yeah. when you had two hours to waste on bowling. Yes, yes. inside of a video a game. A minigame inside. That's not about. <laughs> but yes. You're right. Oh, and the, the shame. Yes. And the other one was that exact thing, like the suicide mission in mm. Mass Effect 2, which was very fluke, fluky. You know, like I just somehow didn't realize it but i did get the achievement for getting everybody safely through and i didn't even know how i did it and you said i fucking didn't get it yep. i didn't get it done and i had to load it up again and do all of it again so so being as burnt as yep. i was i found out what, you know jump on it what's going on what's going on and of course like every time i think to myself i, I can't get much nerdier than what i am mm. there's people out on the internet that prove that you know, I'm almost normal. Which you're is, actually pretty. Which is one of the great things. These about days, internet. you're actually pretty cool, mm. <laughs> <laughs> which is hard to believe. I know, right? but the um, uh, so so you know, nerds out there have been playing the game and they've figured out that there's actually you know some mechanics built into the back end of the suicide mission, and so um, there's the obvious ones where as you do the mission, if you haven't done the loyalty things, various characters can die just because they do. Um, but if you've done the loyalty missions, they're fine. If you do all the upgrades on the ship, everything's good. Um, and you get there and you start doing the various uh, little mini missions that you have to do. And again, you know, there's a couple of choices you have to make. You know, do I send Tali into the um, into the engineering vents to shut off the, uh, to open the gates and things like that? Or do I send, you know, some numpty like you know, Rex or something who doesn't understand how to, you know, turn a switch on? Yeah. And of course, if you pick the wrong character there. They get shot or yeah, killed. So- yeah. Someone dies or they die or someone dies. And so, you, you know, again, I got all those choices right. And so I'm like, what happened? Why did I lose people at the end? You know, right at the end, after you kill the big stupid reaper, human reaper thing, and you run off and all of a sudden you have less people on the ship and, they, and they've died, you know, off, off camera effectively. You didn't know um, who you lost. And what it turns out is, and you don't see this in a lot of games, it, it was it's not arbitrary, it was actually designed so that... Um, also, that does make it arbitrary. It's not random. Um, it's it's designed so each character in the crew, depending upon their decided, um, what what Bioware decided would be their, I guess, hardness value or toughness value, right? They would be able to, because uh, you, you take two characters with you to fight the Reaper and then you have the rest of them what's called holding the line. Mm, right. And they're supposed to stop the rest of the bad guys from attacking you while you deal with the big reaper thing. Now the hold the line had a whole little algorithm built into it. And depending upon who you left behind to hold the line depends upon how many you lose. And the only way not to lose anyone is to send, uh, to put the, what they call non squishies or the tough guys to hold the line. So you have to take the weaker characters or what are conceived, what are perceived to be the, the easily killed characters like Miranda um, Morden, um, and anyone that's like, so you want you want um, you want your you want Grunt there. You want these guys that can that are the, the soldiers. They stay to hold the line, and you take the weaker ones to fight the uh, to fight the Reaper. And if you do that, everything's kind of yeah. makes sense though, right? Because they want you to have it a more does, difficult. But, it's but, it was, but it wasn't spelled out. No, yeah. and, and that's it's kind of like because it was at that time when it would right now. 
you wouldn't see a game do that because it's gotten to the point where they spell everything out for yeah. you all the time and so they don't want people to feel gypped. It fucking annoys me. Yeah, right? I, I, I like the... In the yeah. old school, like it had these weird mm. things where like... Shit goes, wrong, shit goes what, wrong. What the what fuck? Went wrong? I've yeah. got to figure out what went wrong. And mm. you don't see it. So it, for me, it was almost jarring to sort of... But it, it also added to the whole... Well, it makes wow. you want to play it again as well. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've played it twice and I love that game a How lot. often do you play it, Pedro? Oh, uh, Maybe once a year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mass Effect 2 mm. is my... It's like reading a book for me. Uh, for yeah. me, I'm going to say it's my second favourite game of all time. That's a big call. Yeah, it is mm. because I'll say Half-Life 2 is my favourite. Mm. I've never... Mm. What's your favourite game? I've never That's asked a you fucking that. really good question. I've oh. never asked him this. Mine's easy. What's yours? Mine's Oblivion. Elder Scrolls. You love that. Yeah, I know oh, you fucking love it. Fuck, I love it. Well, that game. you know what? So you're I've a, played it so many times. Well, so. That's, I mean, when the 360 came out and I saw Oblivion running on that, I yeah. went. You told me about it and I, I bought went, a fucking 360. Holy shit, this thing's running Oblivion. Mm-hmm. This thing's a PC, but a small little thing under my TV. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Plus all the other stuff, which made it awesome. But what's your favourite? It's, t- it's a tough one. I, mean, ne- I don't know what you I've never asked you this. Yeah, look, this. On what I mean, on the criteria of which game probably made the most impact, it'd be Mass Effect Two, uh, because that's the one. Oh yeah. So from that perspective, but in, a, in terms of a game that I've spent the most time playing, see that goes back to. So you've played a lot of Diablo lot too. Of, I played a lot of Diablo. I played a lot of um, XCOM, the original XCOM. Yeah, he loved XCOM. A lot of that. So it's hard to say, but yeah, if I if I got you know if you point a gun at me, don't do that. But if you point a gun at me, I'll say <laughs> I'll say Mass Effect Two. Yeah, I just think, you know what it is? I love the story of that game. Mm. I just love the characters. It's such a character-driven game. Like, you know, literally every character you're forced to interact with. And Otherwise, you're going to fail that mission. Yeah. You're not going to get anywhere. And look, and, and there's, a lot of, there's a lot of flaws in it, right? It's, it's not a perfect no, game. No, it's not now, no. And, and never was. No. But the, it, it's, and I guess that kind of shows, you know, where my, especially as I've gotten older and I've gotten, you know, more shitty at the Twitch shooters. Like, I used to be reasonably good at Counter-Strike. Right? You put me in front of it now, I'll last about five seconds. Yeah. But um, the, yeah, as I've gotten older, I've really appreciated the narrative, a good, yeah. a well-written narrative, and which is why, you know, Mass Effect Andromeda, which I'm going to have to go wash my mouth out with soap now. But that's what that, that's why that hurt so much because, like, the narrative just wasn't there. That, that the, game... The whole world they had to work with and they just... Yeah. Oh, I really... Okay, you know what? I want to talk to you now while we're talking about Mass Effect. The excitement that you had leading into Andromeda because you were the only person I heard out of anybody that I was listening to on the net, anybody in person, in, about the lore... Mm. about the Mass Effect law and yeah. why you were excited about Andromeda because you said if they actually pick up on the law, then this is going to be awesome. Mm. And, of course, they didn't do it. I was going to say, you but must the have actual, been But the actual <laughs> law was fucking awesome. When, he, mm. when Pedro explained it to me, I went, holy shit, if they do this, amazing. And why mm. they dropped the ball on it is insane. They, they doesn't didn't make do any, any sense. Because yeah. going into Mass Effect 3, I'll, I'm playing – I'm about probably halfway now and uh, like replaying it again on the PS3. And uh, I've noticed that it's probably not as strong with the character stuff because you don't have to do loyalty missions per Mm -hmm. se like you did in ME2. Um, And little things are annoying like in my second run of Mass Effect on the PlayStation 3, I got Morden through, for example. Mm. 
the suicide mission. Mm. But he fucking just dies straight away pretty much in ME3 because he goes and saves the Krogan. If you choose... Oh, yeah, well, he's, he's with you for a while. He's with you for a bit, and then he just climbs the... You know, te- you know he doesn't have to die. Oh, here we go. Really? Yes. No, 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 no. It's, it's, what, 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 I fucked no, up, no, did no. I? I've killed Morden. Well, no, no. It's, and, and to be fair, that's why, like, ME3 for me was a really good it game. It was, yeah. Right up and, and, yeah. And, you, and the ending, they just rushed it. They, yeah. they, they had to get it out. It was like, and again, I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's everyone out there in the internet rags on EA and, and how they. No, but Bioware wrote it. Bioware that's what I it, say. But, but it got rushed at the end. Yeah, right. they could. There, there was, and, and I, I honestly think. I mean, they lost. Uh, what's his name? Drew Carpeshin, um, who was the writer in ME One, ME Two. Yep. And they had. Uh, what's his name? Casey. Mac, huh? What's his name? Casey something. Oh no, Casey Casey Affleck. No, that's no, no Casey Affleck. That's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No, it's Casey Casey Hudson. Casey Hudson. Um, yeah. So Casey Hudson was like the producer director. I think. Yeah. I, I'm probably wrong, but um, the, the main writer was a guy called. Mac something or other. He took over from Drew Carp... Carp- I'm going to get the Carpeshian wrong, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, so they had a different writer uh, in ME3. And when when he was working with the existing stuff, it was fine. But I think as big as the game was and all the narrative threads, it was going to be so hard to stick the landing mm. at the finish. I, 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 feel for, I feel for them. I feel for them and I think... Because it was hard. Yeah, and I think, you know what, it wouldn't have mattered what they did. They wouldn't. Oh. People wouldn't have been happy, but they really. Well, some people wouldn't have been happy, but nobody was. No, happy nobody was happy with that, and that's because it was it was flipping all these. Like they didn't even pick up one. Like they, they you, know, you know what it was at the at the end of the day, it's very simple. I'm the living example of why people are pissed, because you came over here and spent basically a day playing Mass Effect Two again to get me a save file to import into ME Three because we believed it was important to have that. Yep. Right to have all those decisions made and import them into ME3, and then that would do something really, really monumentous at the end of the game, and it did nothing. All it was was a choose your color simulator, basically. Yes, wasn't it? Yes, you know, with a with a with a mm. space ghost child telling you what to do. Yeah. So I, I, I space I, ghost child. I, I get why people hated it because I hated it, and yeah. mm. but but I also you know have some sympathy for for how they you know what they were left to deal with. They're trying to tie that all up. But I'll quickly loop back to to answer your to or to, to to address the Morden issue. So strap yourself in. It's yep. not it's not all, it's no. massively nerdy. All right, fuck here we go. <laughs> it's massively nerdy, and I know how you could, why you couldn't do it because you have to be a prick the whole way through. You have to be renegade. Jesus, you, you think you'd be fucking good at that? No, I, I play Paragon. He plays Paragon. I, I always know. play Paragon. Well, they often say that you play the opposite of yeah, what you are. Say, he's I know. Right? He's like, what would I, if, I, if I was, you know, a nice human, what would I do? <laughs> I always play Paragon. But, uh, but that's your problem yeah. in this case because the only way you could have saved him, all the Krogan had to be pretty much stuffed up to get to the point where you could convince him to say, if you let them live, it's going to go bad. So basically you had to let Rex die. Yep, okay. Or kill him in the first game so he's not about. Yeah, so he survived in my yeah. my one. So Rex yep. is about. So, And um, the other thing that has to happen is that the – and I should know the name, although it's an ME3 thing, so I don't know it as well. But you know how you rescue the female Krogan that's first? Oh, yeah, right? which I did. Yeah, yep. yep. If she dies – um, as well, yep. then basically you say to Morden, look, you're going to leave, like because you don't have either of those two responsible Krogans in charge. You've got 
Rex's brother, who's a nightmare, yep. and you say to him, look, you're going to leave, let the Krogan be led by this person and then you're going to give him unlimited troops, he's going to wipe out the galaxy, and Morden goes, yeah, you're right, and then he walks away. Right, And then okay. you keep Morden. So basically me being ultra, ultra Paragon yep. has saved, you, has killed him. Yeah, you're never, yeah. you're never going to save him playing Paragon. Yeah. Both. It's funny, you know, like I said, I'm halfway through I'm playing. I'm shit, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm shit too. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I'm playing it halfway, I'm halfway through it again, ME3, and I'll pl- this is my second time I've played it, and I'm enjoying it a lot. And I, and I think why is, is because you've only got bite-sized missions. They're mm-hmm. not massive missions. They're oh, not going to take... I, I miss that. Yeah. They're not, they're, they're not going to take you 100 hours oh. to finish one mission, and when you do finish them, you're rewarded with... A nice bit of yeah. narrative, or yeah. maybe some extra story stuff. There's so much you know, new games could learn yeah. from that. And and well, this is this is the big issue now with gaming. Everything's like it's either like it's either pay to win, um, you know, casual bullshit, bullshit right. yeah, or it's like okay, well, we've invested all this money to make you know the latest Assassin's Creed, whatever. And people are going to want, and if we're going to sell it for 70 bucks or whatever, we're going to need to make people think they're getting their money's worth. So yeah. let's just pad it with shit and make yeah. it a 120 hour game. Well, that's what I hated about the Assassin's Creed games like Odyssey and uh, Origins, more so Odyssey, which was the Greek one. Now, remember you and I were talking about that because we both studied ancient Egypt and uh, Greece, I think, at school. Fuki died. Fuki died. <laughs> we had funny names for everything. We'd be in chemistry, right? <laughs> and instead of propan, propanol, I'll be. We do like smells like teen spirits yeah, and propanio, ethendio. Here we are now, propanio. <laughs> we were so fucking dumb in school, uh. but uh, yeah, the problem. So that's what I like about Mass Effect Three, and the com and the uh, combat's not bad as well. It got a lot better, and that was yeah. one of my gripes with ME Two was the combat yeah. was shit, right? Mm. It was average, yeah. yeah. But the thing from and again, nerding it up, narrative section, right? The reason why ME Two was better from a narrative perspective than ME3 is because it you could pace it and it made sense, right? It makes perfect sense if, you know, there's no pressing, the the, the universe is going to be destroyed by Reapers thing happening right now. Mm. There is That isn't happening in ME2. It's like, okay, you're going to go around and pick up, you know, we're going to pick up the crew, um, you know, Blues Brothers jaunt, go and pick up, you know, the, the get guitar the band. player. Get, get the, the band. Get the band. Get the band. Get the, band. Yeah. the good old boys. Mm-hmm. And um, you're the good old boys. <laughs> You're going to look pretty funny eating corn in the car. We got no, no fucking teeth. No, we got both kinds, country and, and western. <laughs> Stand by your, your man. man. Uh, it's, it's never an, a bad time for a Blues Brother breakout. No. But, um, yeah, so so because you had the you, – you could go and do these little side missions mm. and rescue Miranda's sister and do this and do this. Yeah, and yeah. it made sense because you were just doing – you are just puttering around, you know, getting shit together. But in ME3 – like people are dying by the millions every you're minute. You're in a hurry. You're right? trying you're to get shit done. And yeah. then next thing you know, you're like, oh, let's go, let's go out and have drinks with Miranda in the Citadel. Like people are dying. Yeah, it doesn't make mm. any sense. It doesn't make any no. sense. No, the one thing about ME three that's clever is is that they got the war status or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it, and it shows you how ready you are to take on the Reapers. Yes. And um, I'm I'm thinking that's pretty cool, and it and it sort of builds up a sense of purpose too, where it says, okay, you have to get all these aliens on side. And then if if you don't do that, then your final mission's going to be pretty almost impossible, impossible, right? And so that's what I like about it. But it doesn't build up the. I, I kind of like the me twos. Like you've got to go find like Garrus, for example, the yeah. Archangel. Yeah, yeah. And once you find him, 
then he's got a problem. And if you help his, help him out with his little problem, then he becomes loyal. Yeah. So at, going back to your squishies and the suicide mission, my understanding was, if I'm wrong, correct me, if you haven't done his loyalty mission going into the suicide mission, he probably doesn't make it anyway. Is that right? Or does he not even get that far? So it depends. There's certain characters, like, you know, when you when you, when you um, go through the um, uh, the Mass Effects, uh, oh, my God, I've forgotten the name of it, the, uh, you know, the warp point. Oh, the, uh, oh, now I've forgotten. I You've know. killed me, dude. Oh, I can't believe, I can't <laughs> it's old age, anyway, man. Anyway, so you shoot through and yeah. you end up you end up in the centre of the galaxy and um, yeah, shit's going everywhere yep. and you end up having this massively long cutscene and there's different sections, right? Yep. So there's one where Jack is um, near the engine core and if you haven't upgraded the engine core, she's standing for, I don't know why, who, who knows why she's standing there. She, I didn't like Jack. She, she went, well, I didn't. She's the only character I could go. You know what? Fuck your loyalty mission. I don't care if you Look, die. I, I appreciate what they were trying to do with the character. Like she was a little bit like different, and I get it. Like I, I, I agree. Like it wasn't mm. well executed. Me three Jack was a bit better, but again, it was I haven't a bit seen it yet. I haven't. This is the thing. You know what's really weird? Like I said, I'm playing it again, and I'm like, where are all the characters I once knew? They're not here, and I know they survived my. Suicide mission, yeah, from ME two. Well, do you do you remember much about ME three? No, I don't. See, I don't. That's the whole thing. Not, not all, only only a handful of them join you again, and yeah. the others are only having little like you know cameos. cameos. Yeah. Well, the ones that I come across as a cameo, you know, Shepard's like, I wish you could join us again on the Normandy, and they're like, No, I've got shit to do with this chick, and I've got shit to do with that thing, and yeah, they're not really interested in. And I always I found that really strange, like. Yeah. Why wouldn't they be part of the alliance and be part of Shepard's crusade to try and take on the Reapers? Why have they got better? They have surely their things they've they got could, to they, do aren't they couldn't, they couldn't afford the voice actors. Yeah, I, they, I don't know. They, they could be. Some, I mean, I, they had a bigger budget, but I think it's more a case of because they wanted to have these new characters. Yeah, yeah. like Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince Junior. Who is Freddie Prince Junior? He's Vega. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. So I've learned a lot of shit. I know. Yeah. See, I remember this stuff. I yeah. don't know why. I should be able to remember, you know, important things. Yeah. I remember this stuff. And and see, leading to Andromeda, mm. you you got to give me the background of the law as to why Andromeda. This is Mass Effect. Andromeda should have been better. Than should it was. have been mm. like really amazing from a story perspective, but it ended up being totally shit. And that was the whole idea of the expeditionary force going to Andromeda to set up camp there, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. on the idea that if Shepard failed mm. back in the Milky Way mm. or the galaxy that we're in, if he failed against the Protheans, then at least there would be still survivors uh, of the Alliance mm. in Andromeda because they thought Andromeda would be far enough away from where the, the action was that they'd survive. Is that right? Yes. Roughly? It, it's, it's, it's which rough, is, a, rough, which is cool. Concept. I know, yeah. And it's a cool concept, yeah. right? And, and this comes down to the whole secret society stuff and all, you know, everything has them, right? So Marvel's got, you know, Hail Hydra and all this sort of stuff. So the, the secret society in Mass Effect is Cerberus. Right? Yep. From the very first game, you, you, you're dealing with Cerberus and Cerberus is up to no good and they're, you know, experimenting on mm -hmm. people and, and watching soldiers die. And they're, and they're stealing alien technology and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And so and so, you know, it was a sort of a it, it didn't really come out a lot in the in the first game, but in the second game, obviously, Cerberus is a big thing because Shepard's um, 
resurrected but, by yeah, Cerberus, right? Yeah. And he works for Cerberus for so long, and and so Cerberus and he, and he hangs out with that Miranda. Miranda. Oh yeah, <laughs> voiced by and facial um, mocap by Yvonne Stravi- Stravinsky. I can't remember Australian actress. Australian mm, actress, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so. Anyway, you work for Martin Sheen, right? In in Mass Effect Two, the elusive man. Yeah, he's awesome. He's good. He's yeah, good. and uh, I, I kept on thinking I was working for President Bartlett because I'm yeah. a you know, massive West Wing fan. So yeah, I kept on imagining. Oh, but he was his voice acting was so awesome in that. Yeah, like he's good. done it for so. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was his first voice acting gig. Oh, Mass Effect. Yeah, I don't know that one. I don't know. I'm I'm guessing. I'm pulling that on my ass. I think it might be because. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, as a voice actor. Yeah, but I wouldn't be. I mean, you wouldn't have him on everything, but oh. as as the elusive man, he was perfect. He was he was very very good. So so you got the elusive man right, and he's he's got all these schemes hatching left, right, and center. And one of the schemes going into Andromeda. So this is um, uh, a continuation of what happened after Mass Effect Two. But he he got into motion the idea, and behind the scenes, it wasn't Cerberus doing this; it was the Earth Alliance, whatever the hell they call them, and. They were going to set up the um, uh, expedition to the Andromeda Galaxy, being the closest galaxy to the Milky Way. Yep. To so if if the Reapers completely wipe out, if Shepard fails, Shepard fails, yep. which it looked like he was going to. Well, actually, I, I think they actually had this in motion pre. It's. I think invasion. there's documentation early in the game that says they had it ready it was, to go they before. Left, yeah. So it left. But it was on the it. idea still if Shepard failed. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like, it, well, even if it's Shepard, if it's everyone, like yeah. if, they, if they come, you know, and because because Cerberus knew what actually was going to happen, whereas everyone else was like, oh, Reapers, no, Reapers, but the um, Reapers, but the uh, Cerberus knew what was happening, so they made the Earth Alliance do this uh, expeditionary force to Andromeda, and the concept was that they were going to sort of set up their own, you know, humanity, and it was going to be a far flung sort of outpost and there wasn't going to be sort of enormous communication between the two because they had to go into stasis and all that sort of stuff. But the uh, the interesting thing w- that I thought was going to happen was that, and this is where the, the nerd really comes out. This is big. <laughs> Jason Relaxation, strap only, yourself in. Only Dude, just now. No, this is fucking big, man. He dropped this bombshell on me just before the launch of Andromeda and I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, I can't believe they didn't run with it. But anyway, so... And again, this ties. This is like you really big Star Wars fans that read the extended universe stuff. Mm. Right? I, I never really got into it, but I know that you know there's Star Wars fans that just go nuts over the you know everything, and then they go to the movies and they cry because it's like, oh, there's so much better stories yep. in Star Wars than yep. this crap. So this was a bit like what happened with me here because I, I in between ME two and ME three, and even what after ME three, I got really into the Mass Effect lore. And I'm, is there know, reading comic books? There's comics, isn't there? Comic books and yeah, things like that, just yeah. to learn a little mm. bit more about it. Anyway, so I've read a comic book about um, uh, the Elusive Man, a bit of his backstory, and his name is Jack Harper. Um, right. His actual name, rather than being Mr. The Elusive Man. Mi- yeah. mi- Mr. Man. And he heads up Cerberus. Yeah, and he heads up Cerberus, right? So I knew all this and read all this, and then um, when they introduced the characters for, for Mass Effect Andromeda, sure enough, one of the um, main characters is called Cora Harper. His daughter. Ah, Dun, dun, surely, dun. surely that is Jack Harper, the elusive man's daughter. And that's going to allow to tie in all these interesting little side plots around Cerberus, even though they're back in the Milky mm. Way getting their asses kicked. Um, Cerberus has you know, got their claws into the Andromeda mission and that would allow for a lot of really interesting narrative to come out. And it just didn't. Yeah, because like, Cora... There's little bits mm, and pieces. Cora was the blonde-haired... 
uh, chick on on in, in uh, Andromeda, wasn't yes, she? One, one of the many sort of forgettable companions. Very forgettable. But you told me she potentially is the daughter of the Elusi man. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. leading up because they they you know like they always do they they uh, pre-launch the characters and cutscenes and they introduce you to them to get to do mm. the hype. Yeah, and so I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be really cool. And then you play it and. Yeah, it didn't lead to anything. But when you told me that, I went, this is amazing. Because, But this is before we played the game too, by the way. And you're like, you know what? I think Cora Harper is actually the elusive man's daughter and she's part of the Andromeda mission. Therefore, you know, the elusive man's got his claws still. Cerberus has still got his claws in, in this mission and they can do anything. And so every time you go out on a mission... Maybe she's going to backstab you in some way or Cerberus is behind it or whatever. And I thought, how awesome is that? But it was never mentioned. It was dropped no, like a co- lead balloon. Co- coincidence. Fly, fly, to, fly, to, fly to this planet, pick up 10 bits of random garbage and fly back again. Oh, yeah, that's a great mission. It was, awf- it was awful. I don't care. And you know what I hate, Pedro, is how everyone likes to th- throw mud at EA and they deserve it. But they, at the end of the day, it was Bioware that wrote this. There's lots of problems with, I mean... And they had their B team on it. They, they definitely used their B team, but they used a lot of outsource providers yeah. as well. And one of the things that Mass Effect Andromeda gets pilloried for, and rightly so... Facial animal. Facial yeah, animal. when they released it. and yeah. That was outsourced. That was outsourced. Yeah. Yeah. And there was there was so many problems. And it was it, it was because, you know, they there is this thing in the gaming industry that, you know, the private houses like... Um, uh, uh, City Project Red, mm-hmm. they can, even though they have investors and they have to answer to that, the investors are on board with like, it's done when it's done. Yeah. And so if we need to push Cyberpunk 3077, 2077 back. <laughs> 3077. It will be. That's right, it'll be 3077 by the time we get it. <laughs> yeah. How much are you looking forward to that? I a can't lot. wait. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited. Mm. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you got me into The Witcher. Mm. Yeah, deep down inside, I yeah. really want to get, I, I want another Witcher. And, and that would have been my... My other yeah, like that's from, my from, second from, from a narrative and gameplay perspective, mm-hmm. The Witcher um, two and three are fantastic. Two games. and three are brilliant. Well, I really like yeah. three. Two, I struggled with the combat a bit. That, uh, it's that, not as fluid, and, no, I, yeah. and I almost uh, I draw a lot of parallels mm. with um, Witcher two and Mass Effect two. Yeah, combat in both is shit. It's awful, but, but the narrative the narratives fantastic. are really good. Yeah, yeah, and I you know the other game you got me into, it's it's big, Dead Space. Mm. Ah, yes. You got me in a because de- Dead Space. Actually, I've downloaded it for five bucks on the PS3, and I'm going to play it again. See, that was one of those for me. That was one of those series that sort of went off the rails. Like the first, oh yeah. yeah, can you? Well, do you remember Dead Space Three was great, mm. and it was so eerie. It was such a horror type game, mm. and then the second one was okay. I just thought it was a bit too long, but it yeah. was okay. It was okay. It was okay. But then they said, okay, Dead Space Three. We're going to launch this co-op yes. type stuff, and we'll. You and I were excited because you and I have always enjoyed co-op type games, mm. and uh, and I was like, okay, let's play it. And I think at one point you and I might have just said to, at the same time, "This is getting boring now. It doesn't want to end. It just keeps dragging yeah. on." And you know, and it was one of the, again an example of a game that sort of draw, you know, drawn out unnecessarily. Yeah, and you know, back when we were you know, eighteen and living in a parents basement <laughs> or in my case living in the granny flat when i could afford to stay up until five o'clock in the morning getting the tire defender when when yeah that was perfect for them yeah. but now it's it's like you know, don't waste my time yeah well that's the whole thing i don't want to wait I, I hate that as well i hate having my time 
feeling like I'm not getting anywhere and it's being wasted. I just had a microphone malfunction. <laughs> you know, because the other thing that we both loved was fear. Remember fear? Oh, that was good. Fear three. Well, oh, fear and fear three. There was fear and then I think there was fear two and then fear three was the co-op game. Yeah. Mm. And that worked. See, the reason why I think the co-op um, uh, Dead Space wasn't as good is because Dead Space is a scary game. Yeah, right? and, and lost all of that. It's not scary with no. two people. It was the same as Fear. Fear didn't have it scary. But fa- Fear 3 didn't really play on the scare factor so much as, I mean, yeah, it had the spooky spooky, but it, it really became a co-op shooter game. And it had some interesting co-op mechanics. But there's some really, I mean, you and I, if you labor, if you... you I put a half-assed co-op into a game you and I will play. We're happy to play mm. it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Dead Rising. You know, it's, well, Dead it's, Rising. It's one of the clunkiest games in the universe, yeah. but we love playing it. Well, we co-op. fucking laugh, laugh our asses off. We, we put a dress on. The, the character puts it, like, we find these dresses mm. and we run in and out of shops smashing glasses everywhere and we'll just laugh. <laughs> you guys are fucked. But you know one of the best, you know one of the best co-op games we ever played was uh, Dying Light. Do you remember how that was that fucking was awesome? Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, and the second one's been delayed to I don't know when now. Or the yeah, Dying Light Two. Yeah, they've got that's got some interesting ideas, but yeah, but that's I mean yeah, that's the that's our shtick. Yeah, co-op games. Well, that's why I think we liked Halo. Although, didn't we have a fucking rant about Halo? Dude, listen to this. Is this a Master Chief collection? Right yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, mate. I t- this is the only time I've ever seen Pedro lose it. Like, I mean, really get the shits with a game and go, fuck this game. We were playing the Master Chief collection, which, by the way, has been out for a long time, which, mm-hmm. by the way, has had so many updates. Mm-hmm. I think we are playing Halo 4, and we are about three quarters of the way through it. And then I think both of us had to change our controller batteries or put in a new controller, something like this. <laughs> And as soon as I put the new controller back up, the whole thing just froze, right? <laughs> Sorry. The whole thing froze. I've had the same experience. Right, and, but you know what the best bit is? Yeah. The game's just gone, well, I'm glad that you've played three quarters of it. But That's enough now. You know what? I'm just going to forget you did. Yeah. And we're like, huh? What? Yeah, well, all the mission completion. So we to, spent to the start. We just yep. spent like two or three hours on this fucking game. Yep. And Pedro's gone. You know everything we've done tonight means nothing. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it meant a lot to me. He goes, and it's 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 nothing now. It's yeah, all gone. It's all and gone. I'm like, it vanishes. What, yeah. what, 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 just, what does uh, that mean? And you're like, we won't get our fucking achievements. I'm like, it's weird, know? bro, because I don't I don't really give it crap about much of that anymore but i used to oh like, yeah used to I love used it to be like really yeah. into, and we used to compete on it and things like that yeah. and when i play xbox not playstation but when i play xbox co-op with you yeah. that the old achievement hunter comes out again. yeah mm. I'm, i still like my trophies man like on the playstation i still like it like but i don't go chasing platinums and do silly things like we used to do with michael you know like uh, the drunken monkey used to go over there to his place and have these that gamer point parties and dinners and just deliberately get like 10,000 achievements in one oh, night. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> I, remember, I remember he hooked you up with what was it? Avatar, the last airbender <laughs> or something. Because you can get a thousand gamer points by pressing the button 50 times yeah. and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. And you'll never see me play. I think the cheapest one on the PlayStation 3 to get like a platinum is Hannah Montana or some bullshit. Oh, Jesus. I'll never bring I'll never lower myself. But you but you played Christmas some, presents. But you played it. some shit games too. I mean was it Jericho? What game was that? It was an awful game. Unanimously Is, it, you, you, is you, that the worst game ever? Yeah, it was. Oh, it wasn't the worst game ever. 
you hate you and Michael gave me shit for that, but it, uh, to, to paraphrase Michael, as you do with a hot, with a really bad accent, yeah, I was entertained. <laughs> <laughs> you know when he hears that, he's gonna laugh. <laughs> You know, you get to a shit movie with that guy, you know, and you just go, fuck that movie. And he goes, I was entertained. Like the new Star Wars movie, right? Which I've still not seen. Mm, I've still not seen. Don't, don't. Have you seen it? Yes. You saw it? Yes. Is it shit? Yes. Is it? Is it everything what they, they say or is it just nerd rage for nerd rage's sake or is it just is it just shit? Look, it's a... It, it, it's a steaming dump fire, right? Yep. Like it's just like, it, it's really, it's a... Bad narrative. They've got you know, it's Star Wars, right? So yeah. you go there and you're not expect you're not expecting something brilliant, but it's it's just <laughs> bad. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? What? When the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score for Sonic the Hedgehog is significantly, they reckon that's good. Is. They reckon it's great. They reckon it's great. Sonic the Hedgehog. They reckon it's a great movie. Oh, they got they got you know, crazy eighties Jim Carrey playing. What's yeah. His name? yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? He'd be perfect as Doctor Eggman. Eggman is that's it? Him. Eggman or yeah, whatever. Yeah, something like that. You know, Doctor. Robotnik. 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 Yeah. He would be good as that, you know. But it's crazy when a ga- like a movie like that outdoes Birds of Prey. Mm. <laughs> Have you heard that? It's a, it's sold more money yeah. than Birds of Prey, which is this. But see, that's, but I'm told Birds of Prey isn't that bad. You know what it says to me? People have had enough of comic book movies. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I've had I, enough of comic book movies. That's too. what I think. Mm. You know. No, it's 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 yeah. There's only so much you can go, and it's gonna, it's, it's got to go downhill at some point. Mm. You know what? It's like everything, man. We used to love Star Wars, and we would never back in the '90s in your granny flat that you had. We would never have thought that gaming would go to the way of say, I don't know, Red Dead Redemption, Ugh. where everybody loved that fucking game, and I went, "This is shit." Ugh. Right, and I feel bad. Fallout Four. And, Fallout 4. Oh, Fallout 4 was this, but it wasn't as bad as Red Dead. Red Dead killed me. Right? It, was, it wasn't, you know. And I, I rage quit several this occasions. Is, this is what happens when games are now, instead of being made by a creative director who goes, this is where we want to go and this is what we want to do and I've got this idea and you still see it sometimes in the indie market. Mm. They'll, they'll, they'll do something like my fa- one of my favourite games this year that I've played with the kids, uh, Untitled Goose Game. Oh, I've got mm. that on the Xbox. Absolute, I've downloaded like it. Okay. Simple, quick, yeah. easy, clever. Easy easy achievements? Easy, e- well, yes. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. it? Easy achievements. You can get some good achievements on it. You can. Oh, I might but get uh, but yeah, simple, simple ideas, executed well, and, 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 they, and they're not, they don't try to be more than what they are. Right. Whereas so many game big gaming companies now, it becomes like we need to make money out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. so they, they, they have a creative idea and then that gets bent out of shape by market testing and by... You know, the board goes, oh, well, you know, my, my kid really likes this, you know, Fortnite, so we need to make sure that this has got this this thing in it and it's got this in it and it's got this. So having people that have got no business telling a creative person what to put in their game are now got well, command. you know, my theory, and I've said this a lot, and I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, I know I am. I honestly believe these days, not only games but movies, but more so movies, there's a board of directors or there's a group of writers that says, oh, we need to tick all the fucking boxes. And if and that way we make sure that we haven't excluded anybody, mm. right? And I keep saying it. You know who they exclude, Pedro? The fucking nerd! The bored nerd like me that fucking made them in the first place! <laughs> we were the fucking first. Were they there in our fucking dad's garage or fucking granny flat? With our 486 computers playing fucking Doom in the 40 degree heat? No! 
That's when you could have a PC running in 40 degree heat without wanting to shoot oh, itself. Oh, no. That was in the good old days. Oh, that Mate, I tell you, that machine was fucking great. The DX266. Oh, we got the DX266, mm. but I don't think it was as cool as that 486 Pedro had because that was like... I thought Pedro had a 386, but I'm... I'm no, no, he had, a, he had a 486 DX33. It, it must have been Foz who had the 386. He had a... Yeah, Foz, shout out to yeah. it. Where is that prick anyway? He, need, he needs to get his He needs to come on. He's fu- well, Pedro's done it now. He's the yeah, fucking last. He, he's the laggard. He's the laggard now, that little prick. <laughs> Pedro... It's a very short podcast. What's it up to? 108. Really? What yep. else have we got? I've oh. got I've got 20 minutes and then I have to Oh, you had a you wanted to rant about Japan. Or for Nintendo or something. Nintendo. Bullshit. Yeah, what was your problem? Well, do you know the shirt that you ordered, the one with the Mario faces? Yeah. yeah. So, I didn't know this was possible. But we got a copyright strike. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for for an image that I drew based on fan art. Yep. Of what Looks like Mario and Luigi. If you know Mario and Luigi, it does not look exactly like Mario and Luigi. Well, you know what? Yet it was good enough for me to have drawn and spent hours drawing those Marios to get a copyright strike. And that's why your shirt hasn't been delivered yet. Do I get a refund? Yeah, I've got. I've already been given the refund. So let's so go through this. So Jason, relaxation, if we have a problem with our store, can you get refunds? Of course you can. That's how do we do that? You contact me, and Rock, Rocket Russell knows how to do that. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on. There's a web form for it, but fucking Rocket the, Russell pinged me. He was the first prick. He fucking didn't like something, and he contacted him. He goes, "I got a response." He didn't realize it was from you. <laughs> and then, and then originally, then initially, after a while, he kind of did. Okay, well, fuck, there's only one person working on this bullshit operation, <laughs> and it's Jason Relaxation, so you can get refunds. Yeah, of course you can. But yeah, the idea... And we would, take PayPal. We take all so the So we, we can get a refund. That's it, and we, we basically don't make any profit we at make all. make no profit. Zero, like zero cents at all. Zero cents, Pedro. It's been impressive. calculated so that whatever profits That's do come right. and go straight to, you know... And it's institute. high quality. Cotton, Pedro. <laughs> Well, I, I have one on the way. So oh, you've I'm ordered one? Well, I had to. I was, well, how often do you get your own T-shirt? That's uh, it. Pedro is real. You'll, ne- you'll never get your own T-shirt ever again. That's a one-off. I'll make another one. <laughs> well, you know what? Because I can make it now. Pedro is real. Pedro was real. <laughs> and just like Charles <laughs> and Eddie. Easy, easy design. Would, yeah. I f- would I lie to, to you, baby? Would I lie to, to you? And then, Pedro, you go, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> 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 Pedro, thank you for coming in, man. Have you got anything else you want to say about memory lane, about gaming? In the, uh, you know what? Let me ask you one question before mm. we go. No, please. Your, fav- your favorite gaming decade. Because we've been gaming a long time, dude. So we you have. go back to the 80s, mm. right? We're the same age. Mm. So you go back to probably the, the early 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 10s, and now, well, this year's been abysmal so far. I've not bought anything, so... What's your favourite decade? I'm going to answer it easily, if I had to answer it. Well, would you like to go first? No, I don't want to influence. Oh. Well, look, it's got to be the 90s for me. That's mm. what I was going to say. Yeah. Because I can't believe the change in that decade. Mm. That decade started with very, like, think about it. It started with Mega Drives and started with, uh, well, not even Super Nintendos because that came out in 91. 
But uh, it started off with that and it ended off with uh, high-end PCs with CD-ROMs and full motion video and Wing Commander and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's amazing shit. Wing Commander. What a great game. It Mark, was. Mark Hamill. Yeah. That, but see, that game ended a bit weird. Yeah, it didn't. The fourth one? Uh, the fourth one was nowhere near as good as the third. The third was fantastic. Mm. The, the, third, ki- the Kilrathi, yeah. the yeah. cats. Yeah. yeah. See, why don't they do remasters of that shit? They'll fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, why don't why doesn't EA remaster the Mass Effect trilogy? Well, that's that's interesting. I always want to make right? Tie Fighter. Yeah, I mean, have we got to that point? Because there's, there's we've seen a few remasters come out or, mm. or, or reimagining. Right? So well, for me, a big thing that came out um, in the last sort of seven years has been the uh, remake of the XComs. Mm. Right? Yeah, I didn't like uh, the XCOM two one. So XCOM, um, well, so, so which one? Well, so I the like remake the remake f- or the XCOM because there was the remake and then the second remake. Okay, so, so well, why don't I don't think of them as remakes? I think of them as new games well, they, reimagined. They yeah, they're reimagined. So, so the first one I liked, the second one I didn't like, and I had this discussion with Cyberdunk. Shout out to him when he was on here, mm. and I said what I didn't like about the second one was the bullshit factor. Because I'd be a- XCOM's always had bullshit factor, but it factor, had, but but it, that, had yeah. uh, it had crazy bullshit factor, Pedro. I mean, mm. you're you're probably the only one that I know that yeah. can easily do it without blinking, but when and you're, breaking when, a sweat. Yeah, but, so when some cocksucker friggin' alien decides he's going to travel three quarters across the map, yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they got like three hundred movement. Yeah. They've got like lasers that and, go through uh, walls. They got random movement, and you get yeah. mind controlled, and yeah, you're like, yeah. well, fuck one off. Of, one of the things about the game, and this, and it's why it's. Yeah, it's not perfect, um, but it's almost uh, the way I see the remake of XCOM and especially XCOM 2, it's almost like a chess game. Mm. You have to know how the things move on the board. And so, for example, one of the things, because you, you've only you know, start with a small squad and you know, we've gone down a nerd, nerd tunnel here again, but you start off with a small squad, right, and each can do an action, each can do a shot, and you might end up with like you know three baddies and you know, okay, well, I've got to try and take out all three of them because someone's going to try and shoot me and I'll lose a soldier and all that sort of stuff. Um, but say, for example, if it's like two normal troops and then you've got the, you know, the reimagined sectoid, the big gangly yeah. that you I hate because that, that he mind controls, right? It, I, I could, that's a whole thing. With, I love the XCOM as well. I like the story mm. and the lore. Mm. And, I, and the, the first game, 1994, mm. when... Such a great game. It started off actually technically in 1999. Remember that? It started off in our future when we were in 1994. Like the SDF-1. Yes, like the SDF, like Robotech. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's another that's rabbit hole. Fucking what a rabbit hole that is. I can't do it. I can't. Just started, no, no. Just started watching it again with the kids. I can't. That's an, it's just too much. I can't do it we now. We can't do that now. We'll do it well, maybe we'll, later. No, another, another time. But um, what is, what, You forgot, didn't you? Love. <laughs> <laughs> when... when uh, you actually start off with like pistols and assault rifles. Yes. And then you do all yeah. the research well, the, well, and you get lasers. The biggest part of that game was the attachment that you ended up having to individual soldiers. And, and it wasn't yeah. like there was anything spe- They were just like random yep. dudes that yeah. had random names. And yep. I remember playing it with oh, they Joel, got so cool. with Joel and Jeff. And and, mm. and so you'd, you'd and like you'd, they'd have these like, like random semi-Russian names like Grigov Voltovsky. <laughs> yeah. And Grigov would end up being like the yeah. you know, best like, guy. He'd be the best and, guy. And, and, we, and, we, and you know... He'd have this weird sort of guile haircut, and he'd mm. be running around, and he'd get blaster bombed at some point. You're like, reload! I'm not losing. Yeah, I'm not, I, not losing. No. How many times would you reload? Fucking all the time. Like you'd have your. Be- you know what I used to fucking hate about that game? You mm. get your best guy who might be a captain at this point, mm. 
you give him your best. You've just researched brand new armor, plasma and plasma, like, and plasma right, and you give him the brand new armor yeah, that yeah. can float up in the air. Yep. So you put him up in the air. So you think he's safe? No, he gets fucked right? over. Gets shot and through he, a window, and he gets shot through a window. <laughs> Or he gets mind controlled. And, and then he goes and kills other people. Because he's so fucking good, he then kills another five of your squad <laughs> yes. members. And then the last two, one of them panics, mm-hmm. and then she runs off somewhere, and you're left with one guy, and you're like, in one turn, I went from eight characters, and now yep. I've got one. And it's the and fucking like, little run. And you're like, oh, fuck this game. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's a little, you'd probably find it cheesy, but you have to... Yeah, it's, you play it like chess. So you like got three guys and you go, all right, I know what those two do and I can't let them live, so I'm going to focus on getting rid of them. But the third one, the sectoid, he's probably going to try and mind control one of my guys. And I'm gonna, he's going to mind control, but that, that's his turn. And so at, at the end of the turn, I'll have one mind control guy and I've got three soldiers left that can kill the sectoid and then I get my guy back. So it's about understanding the mechanics. And if you just block, you know, run in there and start shooting shit, I was it. never good at it. Yeah. That's one of the games I was never good at. Yeah. And w- and was it the one that was really hard? Was the, I think the third game? What was the third game called again? Where they made it real time? Yeah, Apocalypse. Because yeah. that that was in the okay. That was in the era where everything was real time strategy. RTS yeah. is like June. Yeah. And then there was uh, Command and Conquer. Mm. Command and Conquer was alright. Red Alert and Red Alert. And so it competed. It tried mm. to compete with Warcraft, it. Oh, yeah. It's right. Well, uh, Warcraft. Um, and so it tried to compete with all that, and that was a really tough game. I remember even you saying, this yeah. is bullshit, man. It was it, tough, and it, it wasn't interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, if you don't get the game, because I remember you giving it to me. Mm. You're like, yeah, again, special, with a special discs and on the, you know, the, the piracy and all that sort of stuff. We never from, did from, from memory, I'm fairly sure I gave you the original ones when I finished. Oh, yes, you did. Yes. You gave me the original Speaking ones. of lending, and I have to leave soon, but oh. speak, speaking of lending discs, you know we could never finish Shenmue 2 because oh. you fucked the discs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember that? So we we had uh, Shenmue. You lended Shenmue 2. We had Shenmue on the Dreamcast and you mm. gave us Shenmue 2 on the Xbox. Yes. We could never finish it because the disc was disappear disappeared somewhere. No, not the disc disappeared. It was scratched. Oh, was scratched, yeah. Because yeah. you were ah, classic. Yeah. Either the CD-ROM was missing from the case <laughs> or it was a different CD-ROM from the well, from the proper case. Why would you put the, the, the right CD into the case? You never fucking did it. <laughs> you take the, yeah, you take, you take the one that you're playing and you put it in. Exactly. And then, <laughs> why would you, you know, and, right and, DVD, and DVDs were a disaster for this guy because DVDs, would definitely be different cases to the different <laughs> disc, and they'd be like <laughs> fingerprints on there. And, the, and you still use the Xbox as a DVD player, which a lot of people yeah, fair did. Enough. Yeah. And mate, it there were so many times where to go fuck this disc because it it didn't know how to read it. It was scratched, it had fingerprints on it. But Jason Relaxation lost his shit because it was day. right at the end. He was in the I, he was in the Shenmue. I was about to go to Hong Kong. He was in the Shenmue two more than I ever was. I fucking right? love Shenmue, and he was playing it and. Uh, then he gets, it's just from the house somewhere. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. I go, what? He goes, fuck this. Fucking Pedro. Because <laughs> back then the Xbox did not die gracefully. No. It fucking shat itself. Yes. Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> you got the black screen. <laughs> you go, fuck. And, and, it was, and it did. It basically said, fuck you. It basically yeah. said, fuck you. Yeah. So he, he always, whenever. <laughs> I've got fucking Pedro. Whenever you come up in conversation, 
and it's about games. Shenmue He's too. always he, br- he always brings it up. He's like a dog with a bone. He won't let her go. Uh, better. I've, re- I've recently just finished replaying it. That's that's you, the well, one you know. That, you know they've they've done. Yeah, I, I, I've yeah, started. I, I, I kickstarted. I've started playing the third. I've started playing yeah. it, and I gotta say, it's not the same. It's, and well, has, he, he, from what I've read, he's done it like. The, the original style, yes, yeah, that's dated now. It doesn't. Oh, yeah, it doesn't work. Quick time events are my favorite thing of all time. <laughs> it Nothing I love more than a quick time event. But it's not only that; it's just everything that you're right. The world has changed so much in terms of like open world mm-hmm. RPGs. It's not the same, and it's just so plotting. Yeah, back and in, back in '93, uh, being able to walk into a house and open a drawer with nothing in it was amazing. Mm. Oh, you'd never seen open a drawer with nothing well, in it. Yeah. You yeah. know what? Okay, so you remember that uh. that was the only time again that you were impressed by the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. That was something that we had was the Dreamcast. You came over and played Shenmue and went and Soul Calibur. What the mm. fuck's this? Because yeah. no. Pedro used to love fighting games. Yeah, ye oldie Pedro. Mm. Ye oldie. Oh, yeah, because you oldie Pedro when we were in Europe. Didn't you used to have a proper fighting joystick thing? No, he's got an arcade cabinet. I know you've got the cabinet, but I thought you had the... <laughs> no, my brother did. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. No, he, w- when we went to Europe, we'll tell this story at another time, we're walking around for a, a month or two and he goes... We should do a travel... We, we'll, do a tra- yeah. we'll do a travel podcast because yeah, yeah. this one moment... I never realised how big of a gamer he was until we actually were in Europe for a couple of months. He had an addiction. And he goes... I just want to play. I just want to. You guys, I just want to play games. And you know what you found? <laughs> Remember the the fighting game, the fighting yeah. machine. Yeah, Fist of the Northern Star. Yeah, you started. You started punching it. Well, that's, because that's what it was. You're supposed to. Punch yeah. It. yeah, but you had a lot of aggression there, Pedro. Oh, I've been without computer. <laughs> so on that note, uh, we'll leave it there, Jason. It relaxation. You got to head off. You got to head off, mate. Got to go pick up children and stuff. Oh, fun times, Pedro. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Are you, will you come again, please? And we'll talk about Europe and Robotech and bullshit. Oh, open your calendar. Twenty twenty two is looking good. You fucking prick! <laughs> Don't, that you no, it doesn't work like that. It's not like a bicentenary. You fuck. <laughs> I can't believe it. Did you jump, You just dropped your gut so loud. Yeah, I, came, yeah. I, I did. I can hear it through the fucking I microphone. Did. I did. I was actually proud for, of it. For the audience, uh, they're directional microphones. And you know what? Normally I say at this time I need to take a piss, but now I think I might need to take a shit. <laughs> or, or you already have. I think I might have to. Because it was, it was pretty big. <laughs> He's got that squishy feeling. And again, and again, Pedro. Would I lie to you, babe? Would I lie to you? Oh, oh yeah. I'm leaving. Fuck all. Right. On that note, Pedro, thanks for coming. Thank you, Jason, for being you. Don't go a changing. Thank you for the two people that have been listening to this bullshit podcast. Thank, thank you, Dad, for letting us use your garage. Just tell you we're in a bit fucking mess. I can't help it. I fucking love Miranda. She chased me and I fucking tried to crack on her so much in ME2 and I got the shits when I had to get up and change the fucking disc. Remember that? <laughs> Remember that, Pedro? Oh, I do. You got your dick in one hand and you had to get... Yeah. Because <laughs> on the Xbox 360... How am I supposed to change it now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck it. That was, a big, that was a big problem because on the Xbox 360, it came on two discs. <laughs> and, and and just as Miranda said, I think we're crazy, but if you're if you're interested... And then she'd be like, oh, I'm interested. Mm. And then you'd be like... It goes, insert disc two. You're like, Fuck! <laughs> I've never really gotten over it. There's something I need to improve on. There's something else in my life that's fucking bullshit and I've got no fucking guidance. And next week, my little Andromeda Expeditionary Force will have some more retro and more bullshit. But until then, you can roll it, muggies. Mm-hmm.